I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and CJ Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and CJ. Hello, welcome in Almost Sports Enthusiasts to a Tuesday program, or as I used to call it, Fake Thursday. Because but it's a holiday weekend, right. so today is Thursday. Right. It's, it's real it's Thursday. Fake Thursday. Fake Thursday being, it, I mean, and yeah. Oh, okay. Program okay. your body to, to be Thursday because you just got one more day of work. I did. This, I didn't wear or, shoes. <laughs> I walked I in. I brought my shoes to put on here because I was so lazy. I didn't want to be that guy because our work stepdaughter, Emily, uh, she busted on me this morning as I walked into the radio station at 545 and I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? She's like, it's 40 degrees outside. I'm like, I know. I work inside. In the studio where everyone cranks it up. Yeah. Indoors. So, yeah, the 23 seconds that it takes to get from my car to the front door, that's a little uncomfortable, I guess, but I can can tough it out, and I don't have to go through the rigmarole of putting the pants and all the stuff on. Hi, uh, my name's Jason Dick. That's uh, CJ Morgan. How are you today, buddy? What's going on? Shoeless CJ Morgan. Shoeless CJ. That's going to be my nickname. Did you come in with no shoes on, or you? I mean, I wore sandals, but same thing. I was okay. like, I don't want to yeah. do this. I'll do this exactly. at work. I'll do this on the company's dime. What, at what point, though, are you? What What are you going to encounter today that you're like, oh, I'm going to need shoes for that? I might not even need shoes because yeah. I'm going like, to go yeah. home after this show real quick. Yeah. So, I, who needs if, if you're going to do this one barefoot, I assume you can do the you do the one on one X show barefoot as might well. Might as well. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. That room's had a lot of dogs peeing in it. Oh, yeah? Um, that's the medical term, yeah. Yeah. Mine included. Yeah. Generations of dogs I've Do you owned. think that's the most pee room in this building? I mean, I mean excluding the uh, facilities, <laughs> the, the bathrooms? It's got to be close. Yeah, it's it has to be. 100% that room. Like, I don't I mean, I don't know what multiple goes on. Multiple people and, and multiple dogs. Upstairs, some of the salespeople, what you're into, that's all that's your business, okay? I don't want to get involved there, but yeah, I would I would guess that that studio has seen the most. Yeah, so I'll probably wear shoes in there. Yeah. I think that's okay. safe. All right, this has been almost sports on what is the peepiest room at all of Waterloo Media. We can change we can make this room. <laughs> if we try hard enough, well, we don't have to try that hard. Uh, well, you're welcome to join the conversation, not on PP Rooms, but uh, on anything at 834-1027 uh, or tweet at the show at Almost ESPN Radio. Am I just stalling because I don't want to lead the show with soccer talk? No, I'm totally pumped to talk soccer with you today, CJ. I know, I can tell. Let's do it. I mean, the United States, we did it, right? USA. U.S. tie. Yeah, uh, not good. Uh, that was dr- not... Draw. Yeah, me. that was... Uh... That was really a chance for the United States men's team to get a grip on that number two spot and advance, and instead a very bad defensive lapse. Um, A dumb defensive tackle led to a penalty. It's a draw, which puts them in a bad position, and then they also just came out flat the second half. They didn't didn't play great. They didn't sub on one of their good scorers, so... I, uh, I, I, see, I, I don't know anything what I'm talking about here, but I thought, uh, you said yesterday that you were anticipating a draw. I was. And I get my CJ, I get my soccer takes from CJ Morgan, and so I was like, oh, okay. Objectively, I was anticipating a draw. But a draw was bad. I didn't know that that would It wasn't, 
it it's not as bad as a loss, but they're the team they just drew with, they're competing for the number two spot, hypothetically. I mean, anything can happen, but it's assumed England's going to win that group. England already had another tiebreaker thing they use is, is goal differential. So England scored six goals to two in their first game. So they own a tiebreaker pretty much against anyone thus far. Right. So but England, if, and sorry, you're probably explaining this and I just interrupted you, but England, I thought we've already penciled into the one hole. We, we have. They could still lose, but that's why, yeah. that's why beating Wales yesterday because both teams are competing for the number two hole. And again, anything can change or happen. But beating Wales puts them securely in that number oh. two spot. The United States could have effectively locked up the number two spot if they. If and they again, won. anything can happen. But assuming that the United, the way you you kind of do is you look at the strengths of teams in a group and you assume what's going to happen. Obviously, after today's matches, that's out of the window in many groups. But yeah, you think England is going to uh, beat uh, the beat uh, Iran, which they did. You think mm-hmm. they're going to, against the United States and, and Wales, they're going to beat one, draw with the other, end up with seven points, oh. which means number two is going to come down to who can beat Iran and then beat the other team, but instead they drew, so now it's going to be, it's just going to be uh, tough because okay. they're going to have to try to draw with England or beat them and then definitely have to beat Iran. Or I am, out. I'm doing this for the soccer ignoramuses in the audience, not for myself because yeah, clearly, you know clearly yeah. I understand. Uh, England is definitely the best team in the group. Yes. Iran is definitely the worst. Yes. And then the United States and Wales were like were very close as in, I, I, indicative I, I, by the fact that they drew yesterday. Yes, I right? would say that this United States team is younger and Wales is more seasoned and they have yeah. one of the best players in the world. So they might be a slightly ahead of the U.S., but so I, w- I would say those two are on... I am going even. to uh, challenge one thing that you just said. I would presume that England... Just go three and zero in group play. They'll just beat everybody if they go three and zero, and Iran goes zero and three, and then that would make the United States do one one and one, and Wales one one and one. It would come to goal differential if they were. So the, we got we got to play for style points. We got to start running it up. That's the yes, answer. Yeah. Also, uh, and with England, they might not need to go. They might. Uh-huh. There might be a position uh-huh. where they already has where mathematically they win the group or at least advance to the knockout stage like week 18 in the NFL. Now I hear what you're saying. So it might be week 18 in the NFL. They also might have a player because when you get a yellow card, if you get two in within two games that it counts as a red and that player has to miss the third game. So they might have guys that are on yellow card trouble. And so they might Mm. see them. They might have like injury. So they're, You never want to Ocean's lose. Ocean's Avenue. Y- yes. Yes. Yellow the, card. The song. Oh, sorry. I just got confused. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. hey. Go, go easy. In my white t-shirt. That's the 17th best Warp Tour 2004 band in existence. So you better hey, watch it. I know. You better watch card. it, CJ. Uh, okay, so I see what you're doing. And because I know the, the next match for the United States is Friday versus England, that means England will play Wales last, and yes. if they are two and zero, they effectively have no reason to play because they will have locked up. Well, that also depends on the results in the rest of the league. Again, it's any, oh. anything can happen, uh, but most likely rest of the group or the rest, rest of the group. Sorry, rest okay. of the group. 
Uh, but most likely, they um, if they're two and zero, they have six total points. Then they're just playing for a draw in their final one. Soccer dummy question: Amnesty uh, does the once you advance, the top two teams advance, and then there's a sixteen team bracket, right? Yes. How do they seed the bracket? Uh, it's not. It's already determined where what group goes in the bracket. Oh, okay. so that's already been determined. It's not seeded by teams, but the uh, and then it's just one. The way it two. works is yeah, one versus two. Winner one of a group one, yeah. plays number two, and it all the way through. Oh, so uh, the two teams that advance from this group will play each other again in the first round? No, no, no. Oh, okay. uh, they'll play another number one in from another group. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. So all that's right. already right. already put out. Oh, which oh. which I like better than what they do in like the Euro tournaments. Uh, um. For they'll redraw at every time you advance in the bracket, they redraw who plays who, which I hate because a lot of times you'll get two teams that should not have met in, right. until the finals or semifinals. Right. They'll play in like the round of sixteen or eight and it's dumb. So I, I do like that this bracket's already, you know, kind of predetermined. The teams just have to win to to fill in where they go. So a draw is not great, uh, but it's not an outright uh, you disaster. Still get, you still get a point for a draw. Yeah, uh, and it. I guess at this point we're hoping that it comes down to who beats up on Iran the worst. Uh, the yeah, United States versus Wales. Uh, a, a a draw against England would be a win. Okay. In in the well, weird in, in my weird soccer math, a draw against Wales is a slight loss. A draw against England huh. would be a win, okay. I, I, but they need to beat Iran, and they also need England to beat Wales, and Wales to barely beat Iran. But again, anything can happen. There can be weird, bizarre things that can happen. Yeah. Uh, as you saw today, uh, one of the the one of the favorites, the number two in Vegas betting odds to win the World Cup, lost to probably who is the worst. They're the best team in their group. They're expected to win in Argentina, and they lost to Saudi Arabia, who is a tactically they're a good team. They're one of those def- a lot of countries that don't have the the level of players like Lionel Messi. They play a very tactical defensive game, uh, and they beat Argentina two to one, which is. Insane. This morning. This right. morning, yeah. yeah. So stuff like that can always happen. It's, it's right. never assumed. Yeah, the United States could just beat England 17 to nothing. Probably not. Probably uh, not that th- that many. Three to nothing would be a blowout, uh-huh. insane win. But would there, would, any win would be, uh, I mean, if a, if a draw is a win, then, then A win would great. be massive. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing about the, the reason the first match in the World Cup is so important, because if you get a win, you're out ahead. Because only right. there are only four teams in the group, so getting a win right away puts you it immensely like seventy five percent. You're going to advance if you get a win on that first day. And Argentina is not just totally bonked that they lost, right? Uh, but now they just have to win their other two. Correct. And they're the second favorite in the tournament, so they probably are likely to to do so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's what it happened? still makes things. What weird. happened? Argentina. Saudi oh, Arabia. they lost. Oh no. But <laughs> Okay. 
And then uh, Denmark Denmark drawing with Tunisia is another interesting one in that group that, mm. that happened because okay. uh, Denmark, the... Stupid draws. Get, get, knock it off with the draws. Don't the, don't the people love the penalty kicks? They do, but not... straight to the penalty kicks. They don't do that in knockout. Or right. They, they do that in knockout phase of the tournament, just but... Doing, just doing, give us kicks now so we don't have all these dumb draws. Well, that's why they have the point system. I also, if, it, if they did the, the penalty kicks, I would tell you that that's dumb because it's like... Just keep playing. I mean, if you get to the end of a basketball game and it's like, oh, it's tied. Slam dunk contest. Let's go. Yeah, but basketball doesn't have as much wear and tear as soccer. Same with, like, football. That's why they come up with an end to the NFL games because... Just doing my my dumb American soccer takes. Hey, it's all Um, right. It's okay to be dumb American. They're not letting you drink your Budweiser over there. (laughs) Speaking of of wear, Greg Berhalter, who is the manager, is that how you say that? Uh, who I've just learned is not Cousin Greg from uh, Succession, but every time I saw saw that name, I was always like, I bet just, that guy looks, <laughs> looks just like Cousin Greg. Acts like him, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not him. Uh, three substitutes in the second half. I obviously have no idea, but questionable moves on his part? Uh, they did not put uh, 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 Giovanni or Gio, uh, Reina Ribisi? in. Uh, they did not put Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi in star of uh boiler room as you know now that so that was yeah that was a questionable move because he's one of the stars of this team alongside mm-hmm. uh christian pulisic who play you know in europe he plays for uh borussia dortmund he's a great goal scorer he's young he's he's energetic and yeah he should he should have been subbed in but they thought the other guy was tactically a better choice because he had a little more speed and power but I would think tied 1-1, you should then immediately go for the win, and, and that's who you should put in because uh, Gio's, he's, he's good. Mm. And his dad is, uh, I believe, the general manager or one of the owners of Austin FC. Oh. Yep. All right. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Uh, okay, last uh, dummy soccer question. Uh, Tim uh, Wea? We Wea? Scored the goal. Pulisic on the run. Pulisic has Wea. Pulisic rolls it in. Tim Wea! I am reading from ESPN.com. Why didn't that guy go boom, boom, boom? Let me hear you say where when he scored. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I can't tell if I love or hate soccer play-by-play guys and the goal calls and like the American guys suck. Uh, well, they're okay. Uh, yeah. I-, I like this but dude. You I like, like the bombastic. Uh, like I like Spanish commentators I and I, I like English one. commentators. Yeah, because yeah. listen to an Englishman speak is just you know. Yeah, uh, a presenter. They're just Goal! so. Rio. Goal! Yes, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm reading from ESPN.com. Timothy Wea scored a classy goal in the 36th minute. What is that? Like, classy? Like he just had his shirt tucked in. It's just was, a stupid soccer. He was very term. polite when it, he yeah, his that's... hair was brushed neatly. It doesn't mean anything. You can make just, fun of that. Okay, uh, good. I don't know what that is. Uh, five I guess one, classy means it was. It wasn't a deflection. It wasn't a like it oh, was intentional. Pure. pure. Yeah, yeah. It was. Okay. It was a good shot. It wasn't like a tipped pass that a dude caught in the end zone. Mm. It was. You know. Okay. 
I would assume it's just one of those. Just like every time we nail it on a segment, I'm like, that was a real classy segment. And then I, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we fall ass backwards into good radio, but sometimes we do it classy. We do it classy style. Today, not. We started with uh, Tinkle. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's let's make a note the next time we do a classy segment. I want to try and. I'm going to try and pull one of those and off. Find a British announcer that says, <laughs> yeah. oh, very classy. Or I don't know what accent that was. Uh, uh, you're not allowed to do accents anymore. That's canceled anyway. Uh, correct. It's yeah. appropriation. Uh, 512-834-1027. If you'd like to join, are you enjoying this educated soccer talk? Uh, 512-834-1027. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back in a moment. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027. Or you can tweet at the show at Almost ESPN Radio. Plenty to get to today. We will, uh, as we do most Tuesdays, try to predict what the College Football Playoff Rankings Committee is going to do. Uh, let's see here. Uh, big time video game news, CJ. The EA Sports College Football Game has a release date. We'll discuss that. Uh, plenty more uh, World Cup coverage as well. As a matter of fact, what did you just tell me about the World Cup? Huge moment for fans in Mexico. Uh, one of the best goal scorers in the world for Poland, Robert Lewandowski, just had a penalty blocked by Ochoa. So it is still level at nil-nil uh, in Qatar, Mexico. Playing Poland right now. Are you are you watching the World Cup somewhere? That I no, uh, Rosa was at the front desk, yeah. and they, as always, think you should have one British commentator. So in a very proper voice, I mean, uh, like go save Boychella or whatever. I'm yeah. doing bad accents. I can get uh-huh. better. I'll work on it. And then Rosa goes, "GD, there are a lot of f wording uh, people at this thing," and I thought it was the second commentator. And I turned, I was like, what? You can't say that on TV. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, that was me. That was just <laughs> but, Rosa? But it confused Our me. Our receptionist could al- also be the, the color commentator well, for I, a I, soccer broadcast? It, it fit in so well, and I wasn't looking. I was walking back yeah. in here that I thought that some commentator just said <laughs> some cusses. I can uh, imagine. That's probably. Uh, but don't yeah. worry. You don't have to tune out to find that match. You won't find it on the radio or TV. Uh, you can only hear about it here. Okay. Uh, you know what was on the radio, and you can hear about right now as well. Uh, Monday Night Football from Mexico City for some reason last night. Uh, 49ers beating up on the Arizona Cardinals. Ready for some accents? Jimmy Garapoyo uh, with dos touchdownitos to Jorge Kittle. Goal! Rio! And two touchdowns, dos touchdownitos to Brandon Ayuk. Because I don't, I don't uh, have a, mucho Sp- bueno. I don't have a Spanish name for him. Uh, 49ers beat up on the Cardinals, thirty-eight to ten. Uh, it looked like Colt McCoy and the Cardinals were gonna were gonna hang for a little bit early in the game, but 49ers are good. 49ers are real yeah, good. Not just that, but they propelled me. I was supposed to lose my fantasy Uh-oh. match, and then uh, Travis Kelsey saved my ass, and then. Uh, in one play, I won. It was when uh, um, on a I don't know if it was a reverse or what, but that wide receiver um, Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel, crazy play. Uh, had a he might be the only guy touchdown. in the NFL who can do that. It was insane, yeah. and it won me. Was this it thirty match. yards? I think it was way longer. It was, it, I thought it was thirty. It felt way longer than that, but it might just be because he came all the way around on a reverse, and then yeah, there which was, was just weaved through nuts. eleven guys, and I was like, how did he make it all the way there? But yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a crazy. Play. And I I looked at our fantasy, and I'll, I'll wrap up fantasy quick so we can get back to this, and uh, I'm now. Six game losing streak, but I'm now five and six. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm still next to last place. 
But is, there are everyone in the league except for one person is six and five or five and six. Yeah, is that happening in all, all across the board this year? Is that is your fantasy league also doing that, listener? Because it's been a weird year. I'm in uh, I'm in four leagues, and I feel like yeah, all of them, with the exception of one, which I'm ten and one. Uh, but all of them just have all of the teams. Maybe that's how it is. Is because yeah, yeah, all of them, all of the leagues have one team that's ten and one or nine and two, and then everybody's either six and five or five and six. Like everybody is clumped right there in the middle. Does that happen every year? Maybe it just happens every year. But this year's a little bizarre, man. Um, but it, it's exciting. Anyhow, uh, big win last night. I think we are correct that. I mean, first of all, you picked San Francisco to be your Super Bowl winner. I did, but they had some injuries. We knew they'd get back on track, and then that Christian McCaffrey trade. Well, dude, they're they are, that, yeah. Their weakness is Jimmy Garoppolo, the, who is exactly. a good game manager. And if you are having wide receivers run reverses or whatever, and giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey and keeping it simple for him, he threw for four touchdowns last night too. Let's not forget yeah. about that. Uh, he that's that 100% correct. I agree. Like he is a in my opinion well below average quarterback. I don't know, well below. He's the 23rd best quarterback in the world. Uh and so so yeah, I'm like how could that team be among the best? But yeah, when you have Debo Samuel who like I said might be the only guy in the league who scores on on a play like that, uh, when you have George Kittle at tight end, who maybe doesn't get all the run that some of the other tight ends do because he stays in and blocks a lot and is not as great a fantasy player as a as a Travis Kelsey, uh, but he he's awesome. And oh yeah, let's just add Christian McCaffrey to the, to the thing. Yeah. And like all of a sudden now, when you see him play on a team that's not the stinky ass Carolina Panthers, are you mad if you're Carolina? It's like you've been hurt for like five years, you son of a bitch. I imagine they're and probably. Now- I don't know if they're mad, but they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's one no, of those guys that you we've probably seen, still love. We've seen him. No, they're just like, we've seen him be excellent, all right? He's going to he's gonna land on an ankle wrong here in a minute, and, no, then, and then he'll be questionable for the rest of the year. Uh, but, no, uh, the 49ers are very, very good, and I did pick them at the beginning of the year. Uh, to 49ers, go to the Super Cowboys, Super Bowl. Well, they're both in the NFC. They're going to transfer so one of them to oh. the AFC just so this happens. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Cowboys because yesterday – I was still riding high. I'm still riding high on the 40 to 3 victory over Minnesota, but I said that uh I would make the Cowboys a dog versus only the Chiefs and only the Bills. All other teams on a neutral field. That includes you, Philly. Even San Francisco. That now? includes you, Philly, on a neutral field, I would make the Cowboys a favorite, but I did not factor in the San Francisco 49ers. They're kind of off the radar because were they six and five going into the game last night? Maybe they were five and five in the game. I I don't know what is their record now, uh, but uh, they uh, I would make the Cowboys a dog versus San Francisco, who is who eliminated them from the playoffs a year ago. Uh, it is Tuesday. They are six and four now, so they were five and four going into last night. The Forty Nine ers now six and four. Uh, it is Tuesday, and that is the day that uh, our company ESPN.com puts out their expert power rankings on ESPN.com. I don't ever consult with uh, me on that. You, you ever get a, a note saying, "Hey, who, who are the power?" No, I, I don't check my email. <laughs> I don't check with us. Yeah, I just delete stuff when I don't know who it's from. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think, CJ, in the ESPN.com power rankings? Where are they at? Where number are they? five? Uh, did you already know the answer? No, <laughs> they are number five. 
Uh, but How come I can do this on this show, but when it comes to every other guessing and gambling <laughs> feat, like I just lose? Uh, you're crushing me in the pick, so I don't want to. No, no. Actually, we didn't update that. Uh, I had a bad week, which, oh, really? I, which I knew I would. Well, you had. I didn't you feel were, good. You uh, could have only been one and two because uh, yes. I, we have one of the same. And you were two and one. So your right. your uh, quick bet update. You're nineteen, fifteen, and two. I'm right. twenty two, thirteen, and one. So we're we're right there. I mean, that's still. I'm at least a week behind. But uh, all right, yeah. Look, I'm just glad we're both above 500. Look at us. We're better than Ned and Beto and Brandon and... Uh, are are and, we better than them? Patrick, I don't know. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm going to assume that we are. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they have one. Philadelphia Eagles, they have two. We still we still have the, the Eagles number two. I mean, until they... Matt Ryan, crusty-ass Matt Ryan was this close. To beating you, yeah. okay? I have never done this for Jeff Jeff Saturday in the Indianapolis Colts this close to beating you. Hey, crusty um, doesn't mean you're bad. You can be good, just like right. green bean casserole, all right? <laughs> you might be a little crusty, but once you dig in, cheesy, beanie goodness. I guess at 9-1, and one, I don't know. I don't know the system for how they uh, they put these together, but Kansas City, I think I agree wholeheartedly, is number one. Philadelphia is two. Buffalo is three. I would I would say Buffalo who belongs to, uh, belongs at three. However, there's a team that we have not mentioned in two days on this show, CJ, that they have ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. It is not San Francisco. San Francisco okay, is down Okay, away. okay, let me yeah. think. Let me you think. Can, you can do it, buddy. Um, Disrespectful to this team. That they're... I would still make the Cowboys a favorite over this team, by the way. Okay. Um, who is this team? They are seven and three. And what uh, can't be the Giants. No. The Minnesota um, Vikings, by the way, fell uh, all the way to number six. Um, they, they should fall for, uh, further than that. Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I guess because they were on a bye this week when I was running down all of the teams that I would like to see the Cowboys pitted against. I didn't really think of the Dolphins. I mean, that's the best wide receiving duo in the NFL, right? Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. Two, Pretty insane. Tua. Tua's looking He's like good. the best rated passer in the NFL, but I'm like, ah, oh, is he the best? Yeah, what's going on there? I like the Cowboys versus the Dolphins. Should they? Should they face off in a, ooh, a yeah. Cowboys-Dolphins Super Bowl? Let's go. Yeah. What kind of a world are we living in where I'm talking about? It seems like the 1970s, Cow- the Cowboys-Dolphins Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. I mean, look, the Cowboys' the best thing is that they, uh, they're going to get after the quarterback, all right? And Tua doesn't. I'm not even going to mention how he did. You know, had his brain nearly yeah, ended. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, under pressure, he does get rid of the ball real, real quick. Like, but I, I like the Cowboys. We should, uh, we should add um, just to protect the quarterbacks more. Mm-hmm. Um, flag football rules where you have to go 1001, 1002 <laughs> before you can rush the quarterback. <laughs> Unless they start running. If they run out of the pocket, you can rush them. But otherwise, you have to count to 1005. Right. 1005. Is that what you would? I think so. I would also, were you not a, man, I hadn't played any any backyard football in a while. Is it th- a thousand one or is it, I, I was a one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. We, I think we did thousand. We, we counted with Mississippi. Yeah. Hmm. No, no. Is that, was that some Amarillo stuff? Like you guys are like, hey, we, we are the. Uh, What's Mississippi? We're the hillbilly town. One Amarillo, yeah. two Amarillo, sure. three Amarillo. <laughs> you can rush the pasher on, on five yep. Amarillo? Yep. Okay, good. Go Cowboys is the the point of that. It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back in just a second. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 
512-834-1027 is the phone number. Or you can tweet the show at Almost ESPN Radio. In fact, I'm going to ask you to do that here in just a moment because uh, let's audition a new bit for the uh, for the listeners right yeah, now. Yeah, it's CJ. great. To, it's best to do this uh, yeah. live on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll learned fig- in radio school. Figure it out if, if this works or not. Uh, and I, specifically... I want you guys to come up with a clever name for it. Or may- maybe you got a clever name for it, CJ. But uh, I'm basically, uh, you've heard me do this before where I say, hey, grade this take. And then I say something stupid or out- outlandish. And then I say, too hot, not hot enough, or just yeah. right. Which I think is, am I doing a Three Little Bears thing there? I don't, I'm not so good at a reading, little bit, the, but reading I, the books. But I like it. And by the rule of what I call Charlie Hodge, if you have a weird catchphrase or saying... People yeah. will love it and always remember it. Ain't that right? Uh, you certainly are correct, sir. <laughs> Is that what he would? That's what I would do. I would oh, do a okay. bit. Um, I forgot the name, but I would rip his stuff off, but change yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. I was. We're, we're friends. I wasn't doing it to be a jerk. Oh, okay. Okay. Just so you know, former radio personality here in the building. Yeah, I always liked that he did the. Uh, he would introduce himself like that. Uh, he would do the as announcer, a fake announcer. In, in, yeah, in yeah. Intro. That was always. A, I've definitely ripped that off before. We're friends, I would tell some people, and then I would say, I don't know, he might just be making fun of me by being nice to me. I'm not sure. I can never tell with that guy. You know, I feel the same way. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, So anyway, I think it's a Goldilocks and the Three Bears thing that I'm doing. Should the name be in that vein? Nick suggested... uh, We need a clever name. Goldie Dicks and the Three Little Takes. Uh, here, That's let's too just, much. Let's we'll, just start we'll doing come up it. We'll with the name later. And yeah, you guys figure it out. Okay, so grade this take, CJ. The University of Texas, the Longhorns, are the best football team in the Big 12. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? Too hot. Too hot. Yeah. The Longhorns, if... Uh, the, numbers and records don't am, lie. Uh, no, eliminate the numbers and records. If you, and we have, we've already seen it. Put them on a neutral field or not on a neutral field, on their opponent's field. Uh, any Put Texas tomorrow, this weekend, versus any team in the Big 12, the odds makers would make the Longhorns a favorite. Okay, They well, are the be- most talented, best team in the Big 12. Well, now, I have to go with empirical evidence. When we put them on a field against Texas Tech... And then put them on the field against Oklahoma State. That and mean. then put them on a home field against TCU. They were not the best team in the Big 12. Argentina just lost to Iraq today. All right. Yes. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Yes, Saudi Arabia. Same, same, mostly different. Uh, uh, is, is, is Saudi Arabia better? Are they a better team than Argentina now? No. No, they're not, but they right. can. They have bragging rights for four more years. Okay, well, I'm not talking about bragging rights, and I'm not try- trying to say that Texas is the Big 12 champion. I'm just telling you, they are the best team. If you in the rephrased Big it, do they have the best players in the Big 12? I would say just <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, here, let me uh, let me find it. Uh, again, let me crank up the heat real real Uh-oh. high here. Bijan Robinson is the best running back in Longhorn football history. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? Too hot. I'm, I'm going to have trouble getting a not hot enough. Maybe i got to just mix in some, some. Listen, man, Earl Campbell ran with a helmet that was probably made with plastic <laughs> byproducts from recycled wartime <laughs> materials against 
guys that were essentially monsters. I mean, granted, today's uh, players are a lot bigger. They're a lot more physically fit. Uh, but but I would say that uh, I would still say if you take a player from the 60s, 70s, whatever, 80s, and you put them in a in today's college football game, they would get beat up. They would get outran. They would they would definitely uh, uh, struggle. But I think if you took a player from today and put it back then, they would run uh, circles around the. No, I think they would find oh. new ways of discovering pain that didn't exist because uh. there was not quite as much substituting in and out. There wasn't. Well, they were smoking cigarettes on the sideline. It it was it was a different type of beast of man back then. I so the answer is just Earl Campbell without a doubt. Ricky Williams it's is hard probably to, my. It's answer. It's also hard to say he's better than Ricky Williams. And the unfortunate thing is we only have two seasons of uh, Bijan on a this is why mediocre I'm, Texas this team. Is part of the reason why I'm telling you that he's the best. And granted, Ricky was. Uh, what three seasons on a mediocre Texas four, team? He played four seasons. He played all four. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a freshman year, he was the Priest Holmes was here. Was Sean Mitchell still here? Uh, he it was like a three headed backfield back then. But uh, yeah, he he was here for all four years. Um, it was a crazy time. Matt Brown convinced him to come back. For I think he season. I think he could have been in the golden hall of greatest running backs ever, but I think uh, he's probably going to go to the NFL, but, and I think two years definitely. is not enough to to put him up there with the likes of, you know, Selvin Young. Selvin Young? <laughs> okay, now you're... I'm just kidding. But, yeah. I mean, you know, when I think of great Texas running backs, obviously... Um, Ricky Earl. Ricky and Earl are top tier. Cedric Benson. And then in our lifetime, Cedric Benson, I'd even say Jamal Charles. Jamal was, Charles is not better than B. John Robinson. No, but I mean, he was fast. He was great. Uh, those are the guys, some of the guys I think of. This, whereas, is, this is what I'm going to tell you about uh, Bijan. If I were to make this argument, which I uh, and like the hot take rodeo, I don't believe listen, Bijan, all of these stay things. one more year and you could be the greatest <laughs> running back in Texas history. Uh, he never played behind the offensive lines that Ricky Williams and I presume R- Earl Campbell did. All right. Did you see that they put the stat up, dude? The same with. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Same with the offensive lines that Cedric and. Vince Young and Jamal Charles, and yes, I'm counting Vince Young as a rusher, and yeah. Colt McCoy played behind. Sure, uh, if he was behind those lines, damn. Since, I, I'm not sure, it would, they put the stat up uh, during the Kansas game on Saturday. Since, uh, it was either 2005 or 2009, and one of the national championship teams, Texas has only had two li- offensive linemen drafted in the NFL. And one of them's Connor Williams. I don't know if you should count. Uh, Back in the Vince years, it was every one of them. Every offensive line had at least two NFL guys. Justin yeah. Blaylock, Casey Studdard. Like, I can't. Lyle Sendline. You, we could go those all are the day. Only, yeah, I can name those offensive linemen. I can't right. name any since then. Yeah, it, it, it's been a problem. So he's not. He's playing behind worse well, offensive lines. The game has changed. We don't hand the yeah. ball off to him well, anymore. I was going to say. We had to force feed him to 25 carries uh, on Saturday. Uh, another question, though, is uh, would you consider him an elite pass catcher and were Ricky and others on that level of being a, a pass catcher as him? Um, or have I just seen him a couple times? Well, I would a, say catch yeah, a good ball and break it, tackles. It's sort of in the same vein of uh, of how the game has changed. I would say that, yeah, he probably is a better pass catcher, but basically just get him, get them the ball, all three of those guys, all of the, get them the ball however you can. 
Uh, we probably throw it to the backs more now than we did back then. That said, he had he did not have a reception this past Saturday. I mean, mostly because they were not letting Quint Ewers Quint yeah. throw the ball. They're like, let's just hand it off to. I mean, Sean all this all would be moot if Ramon's Taylor didn't have a backpack full of <laughs> guns or something. I think it was weed. Weed, was something weed is what he had. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Tweet at us at what? Uh, what is our at almost ESPN at radio. almost ESPN radio because that was the only Twitter radio. name we could get yeah. that related. You got more like, of these? I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give well, them to me. I well, like this. Well, here we're gonna take a break. We'll, we'll do some more of them later on. We can come back to this because I I could do this all day every day. We, we also make, need a name for this bit. We could make it the entire show if you want. Uh, yeah, eight three four one zero two seven or at uh, tweet at the show at almost ESPN radio. The almost sports show with Jason and CJ. On 1027 ESPN. Okay, round two of Audition, a new bet, uh, new bit right in front of the listeners. You guys like coming behind the curtain here? Is that yeah. what? Uh, okay, grade this take, CJ. Mac Brown should still be the coach of the Texas Longhorns. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? This is tough because I would say maybe through 2015. After that, all right, time's up. It's just too long. Uh, uh-huh. I'll go with just right. Just right? I like Mac Brown, but if he was still handcuffed to the fat brick of bad play calling that was Greg Davis, then right. I'd be like, no. Greg Davis was gone in like 2007. It, you it can was, still smell it. It was, it was gone for a while. By that time, the damage had been done. This is a tough one because I, at the time... Things get stale. Or stagnant, that's the better term. Yeah. When was it? Was it 2012, 13? When was Max last year? Uh, at the time, I, I think I've since denied it, and Nick went and found it on, on tape. I was advocating for the firing of Mac Brown. Now, that's because I thought Nick said we were getting Nick Saban, okay? And I yeah. I believe we were well, getting Nick Saban, but then recruiting we, everybody had fallen off the... the there were yeah. several years of trouble with the law and other things with players. And in his last year, can you name the best player that went to the NFL? His best player. I mean, I would again have to look at who. Justin and when. Tucker. It <laughs> oh. was the kicker was the best I mean, player on that team. That's pretty damn good. Okay. He's the best kicker in NFL history. Highest played paid. Kicker. Yeah. He's the best kicker by, by any measure. Uh, yeah, the message gets stale after a while, and I, I do think it was probably right in time for a change, but hindsight 2020, you look at the revolving door we've had of coaches, uh, you know, since then, and I hope that Sark makes me change my mind about this, although I'm still very much on the fence on Sark. And you look at Mac Brown, who I thought that he was just going to go do TV. I thought that forever every, the people thought Mac Brown's going to retire and he'll replace DeLos Dodds as athletic director. And Mac was like, I'm a football coach. I don't want to do that. Uh, and I thought he would just go do TV. He was great on TV. I can't be objective. I love the dude. Uh, but when I saw him on TV, I thought he was great. And then when he went and took the North Carolina job, I was like, Mac, what are you doing? This is going to be like Retired, a, a dude. sad, sad conclusion for you. And they, he's he's got them back. All right, they're nine and two. Blew it versus Georgia Tech on Saturday, but uh, they're nine and two. They're going to the ACC championship game. Mac is back, baby. And yeah. so, yeah. other than feeling the sting of the Yellow Jackets, uh, he's been pretty damn good. I mean, amazing, see, amazing years with yeah. uh, Texas that. A lot of just bad luck and dumb Chris Sims or losses to Texas Tech or Colorado, whatever, uh, cost them things. They could have had a lot. They could have, would have, should have had a lot more glory in those years. 
But he's every season except for I think one, yeah, one has been a winning season with uh, North Carolina, and right. they've been he's taken him to a bowl game every year. Last year at six and seven, they went to the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh you know, snap! At the Cheez Its Bowl, they dumped Cheez Its on you at the yeah. Duke's Mayo Bowl. Do they dump mayonnaise? Yeah, on but you? it's oh. really slow. It takes forever, oh. and they have to like hit the bottom of the bucket. No, they don't. But wouldn't it be awesome if you got they just don't? That would be so terrible. Mayo. I would say, Mac, d- don't you, you don't win the Mayo tank, Bowl. Tank the game. Just be like, I would love to. They did. They lost the Mayo. Bowl. I would love to get to ten wins, but I I I don't want Mayo dumped on me, man. Uh, all right, Mac. I'm sorry that we fired you that one time. Uh, okay, here let me do one NFL one. Um, this one's going to be just right as well. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end ever. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? Not hot enough. <laughs> See, that's the he's one of the best football players. Ever. I like that. I like what you did. I was just going to say, that's the problem with this bit, is I don't know how I can do them not hot enough. Uh, there you go, just like that. But hold on, are we in agreement? Uh, because a lot of people are going to, and I have great uh, affinity for Travis Kelsey for fantasy football reasons. You said that he bailed you out this week, right? With his three touchdowns and Correct. Sunday Night Football. I have him in the uh, Dynasty Football League that we play in, so I've had like seven years of Travis Kelsey in my life, and yeah. Uh, he's incredible. Uh, the detractors will tell you that he's nowhere close to Tony Gonzalez in yards. He's nowhere close to Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten in receptions. Tony uh, Gonzalez played for 30 yeah. years. In uh, Here, let me find uh, touchdown catches. He's nowhere close to uh, Antonio Gates when it comes to re- uh, touchdown receptions. But, yeah, all of these guys – Played for a million a million years. Like Tony Gonzalez played two hundred and seventy games. Uh, Jason Witten played two hundred and seventy one games. Travis Kelsey has played one hundred and thirty seven. He's effectively he's played through half, a season. Yeah. He's played half as many as them, and he's already number one, two, three, four, five all time in, in receiving yards. Um, if you want to knock Travis Kelsey, he doesn't block. Uh, he he arguably plays a different position than like Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten does because he very rarely even lines up next to the tackle. He lines up like, like a wide receiver all the time. Uh, but if you look up, if you get his trading card, it says T.E. on it, all right? He's he's a tight end, man. Tubular and excellent. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Uh, there was a time when I said Peak Gronk was the best tight end in football. Sure. But Peak, Peak Kelsey is better than Peak Gronk. And Peak Gronk, Gronk himself... Uh, I think Kelsey, barring a massive injury, knock yeah. on wood, is going to be around a lot longer. He's up there. I think he's 32, and that's usually the age where they kind of start falling uh, falling off. But, I mean, he's arguably having his best season ever right now. He's very, yeah. very good right now. When are other teams going to go back to that Patriots model where they had the two, two tight insane tight ends until that one guy killed someone? Yeah. Like that, that insane the NFL, is a good way to the, describe. Yeah, the NFL didn't adjust to that. They didn't have time to. But I feel like that's a that was a that was a good little uh, yeah. good strategy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, I guess you have Belichick to loves loves that uh, personnel grouping, and yeah, you just got to have two guys who are who are that good. But if you do, you it, can't then, pay for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to really get hard after scheme against. Uh, okay, let's do this one quickly, and then it'll lead into we can come back and, and talk about the college football playoff rankings. TCU is not only one of they are not only not one of the four best teams in college football. 
If they were in the SEC, they would not be one of the four best teams in the SEC. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? I agree with, I think the second statement's just right. But, again, I can't ignore record and standings and that they're at top they of the would be a, They're undefeated. You would make them a dog versus Georgia, Alabama, LSU, and even though Tennessee is busted up, now that the Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback, that might be... Might be a little bit yeah, of a but problem. I would but. I would say I wouldn't even I would say Georgia they would lose. Yeah, I feel like LSU they would lose, but I mm. uh, maybe Alabama and uh, Tennessee they might have a shot. See, I think Alabama's better than LSU uh, and Tennessee. And you know what? Here we'll discuss this in just a minute because Tennessee was five in the college football playoff rankings. They're obviously going to drop. Uh, but a, a wee bit. Yeah, uh, they have they have wins against LSU and Alabama. And they're totally out of it. Uh, it's uh, Jason CJ, the Almost Sports Show. We're going to take a quick break and talk about the college football playoff rankings on the other side of this break. Hold on.